Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a Taylor Swift podcast about her songs. From her debut album, to her ninth studio album, to her re-records, Taylor's version, and beyond. Each episode will go through an individual Taylor Swift song, include guest appearances from fellow Swifties, and touch on current Taylor news or Easter eggs. Jump then fall with lifelong Swifty Silver as she shakes it off, occasionally does something bad, and becomes even more enchanted with Blondie. Are you ready for it? Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Happy I'm Feeling 2022. I can't play the song for you because, you know, copyright. But if I know you, and I'm pretty sure I do if you're listening to this podcast, you've already listened to it more than once since the change of the year. Today we will be breaking down the fourth song on Taylor Swift's debut album, A Place in This World. Before we begin, I just want to give a special thank you to Meg from last week. I had so much fun recording with her and talking all things Taylor Swift and teardrops on my guitar. So thank you, Meg. And if you haven't checked out her socials already, make sure you do so. All of her information is in the episode description of last week's episode. Now, A Place in This World. This song was written by Taylor Swift, Robert Ellis Oral, and Angelo Petraglia. Probably saying that wrong. Produced by Nathan Chapman. Released on the album on October 24th, 2006. However, Taylor wrote this song when she was just 13 years old. She had just moved to Nashville from Pennsylvania. And the premise is that she was uncertain of what the future held. However, there was the acceptance that whether it all worked out or didn't, life will go on. When she was 13, she dreamt of becoming a famous musician. And this song has dream quality of a 13-year-old wanting that for her life, wanting that status, that future. Fun fact, A Place in This World was originally going to be the name of her first album, but she did go with her name as the title in the end, as we all know, but that would have been an interesting alternate reality. Now, There is no accompanying music video, which is the first song breakdown we have done this far without a music video. So today we will be satisfied with the lyrics alone. Let's get into it. This is just a short little song and it's very reflective of her age, but it has also depth and meaning that I would attribute to maturity beyond the age of a 13 year old. I'm very impressed. Not gonna lie. I have not paid much attention to this song previously, wasn't a top favorite, wasn't a constant repeat, but when I went through the lyrics and really dug into what she was saying and singing about, it really meant something to me in a new way that it hasn't before. I'm excited to break it down with you. Verse one, I don't know what I want, so don't ask me, because I'm still trying to figure it out. This has a lot of notes of what do you want to be when you grow up? When someone asks you that when you're young, you have like a stored answer for them. But 
most of the time it's not, it's either not truly what you want or you actually don't know. It's not a very fun question to answer most of the time. Don't know what's down this road. I'm just walking, trying to see through the rain coming down. This is, I can just imagine Taylor literally walking down a road in the rain, dreaming of becoming a famous musician, having no idea where this path takes her, just moving to Nashville, to the country music scene, and being overwhelmed, being excited, having all these hopes and dreams, not having any indication of the future that is to come. We have the benefit of hindsight But when Taylor wrote this song, she had no idea what her life was to become. Even though I'm not the only one who feels the way I do, I really like the ending of this first verse because we all fall subject to this emotion where we know that when we go through something, we're not the only ones that go through this, but we feel like we are the only ones. We feel like no one can relate. We feel very alone in this. It speaks to the loneliness of life, and it leads into the first chorus. I'm alone on my own, and that's all I know. I'll be strong. I'll be wrong. Oh, but life goes on. Oh, I'm just a girl trying to find a place in this world. We get the title lyrics. Now, when I was studying these words and these lyrics, I actually had a flashback or a connection, I should say, to You Are Not Alone from Dear Heaven Hansen. The song A Place in This World and You Are Not Alone, they have similar vibes. They have similar energy because both are saying, even though it feels this way, you actually aren't alone. Verse two, got the radio on my old blue jeans. Another style shout out. We've discussed this a couple times now. Taylor loves to point out what she's wearing. And as we continue to break down her songs, we will also see her style continue to evolve and change with her music and her age. These blue jeans, they're very country. They're mentioned a lot in her, especially in her first album. We talked about them when we talked about Tim McGraw. And I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve. Taylor is, she's both, but she's very open with her emotions and her lyrics. She's cryptic, don't get me wrong. (laughs) There's lots for us to pick apart and decipher and figure out. But when she goes somewhere emotionally, she takes us with her. She wants us to understand. She has such a perfect balance of being direct and vague so that we can go there with her so that she doesn't have to be alone with her emotions. But yet we can, it's just vague enough that we can apply it to our own lives that we can individualize it. It's the brilliance of her songwriting. Feeling lucky today, got the sunshine. Now, I love the juxtaposition of verse one and verse two. In verse one, she's walking down a road trying to see through the rain. In verse two, she's feeling lucky and she has sunshine. Taylor uses weather. We've discussed that she uses seasons. This is very reflective of the different days not only in Taylor's life, but in our own lives. How often do, well, it's very layered. Let's break into it. So the first layer is the actual reflection of our emotions with the weather. How many of us feel better when it's sunny and warm out? And how many of us feel worse when it's miserable and cold out? That's a very real thing. It's a very valid thing. 
So the layer of the weather itself and the reflection of how we're feeling in relation to it. But then the layer of this is just life and consecutive days, how one day we feel rainy and one day we feel sunny. And sometimes we have no control. Most of the time we have no control over that. We just follow these roller coasters of emotions. And granted, some roller co- some people's roller coasters are bigger than others or feel bigger than others. But each roller coaster is, forgive me for the redundancy, up and down. And Taylor, 13-year-old Taylor, writes about two different days about this spiral of emotions so vividly, so beautifully. It's so reflective in her verse one versus verse two. These two verses are so different. It's astounding. I was blown away when I started digging into the pattern and the comparison between the two. Could you tell me what more do I need? And tomorrow's just a mystery. Oh yeah, but that's okay. Think about how the first verse ended versus how the second verse ended. (laughs) That was a lot of verse words. End of the first verse, it's very lonely. It's very sad. It's almost like giving up hope. End of the second verse, despite not knowing, despite not having any more answers than she did at the end of the first verse, she's feeling lucky. It's okay that tomorrow is a mystery. What more does she need? I'm just so blown away that a 13-year-old wrote these lyrics. It's so impressive that she had that insight into life. This is how life is. We go into the second chorus. I'm alone on my own and that's all I know. I'll be strong. I'll be wrong. Oh, but life goes on. Oh, I'm just a girl trying to find a place in this world. The first chorus is an apology. The second chorus is a mantra. They are the exact same words. But if you listen to them in context to verse one and verse two, they sound completely different. In the first chorus, you feel the loneliness. You feel the uncertainty. You feel the rain coming down. In the second chorus, you feel the sunshine. You feel the okayness with it all. You feel the mantra. But then, (laughs) just as life does, she doesn't fully commit to the mantra. We go into the bridge. Maybe I'm just a girl on a mission, but I'm ready to fly. She sees the sunshine. She sees that tomorrow is a mystery and it's okay that it's a mystery, but she doesn't fully commit with the use of the word maybe. She says she's ready to fly, but she gives herself a tiny little out. Maybe I'm just a girl on a mission, but I'm ready to fly. Then we go into the final chorus and it's a combination of both emotions, which is the reality of life. I'm alone on my own and that's all I know. I'll be strong, I'll be wrong. Oh, but life goes on. Oh, I'm alone on my own and that's all I know. Oh, I'm just a girl trying to find a place in this world. She combines everything that she's been writing about. She combines the uncertainty and the certainty. She combines the two weathers. She combines the highs and the lows into this final chorus. She combines the apology and the mantra. Everything culminates at the end here. We finish with the outro. Oh, I'm just a girl. Oh, I'm just a girl. Oh, 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 I'm just a girl. She's still selling herself short at the end. She's still, despite all the lessons, despite all the certainty and the comfort and the acceptance that life is this way, she uses the word. She finishes with three repetitions of the phrase, just a girl. When you use the descriptor just, about yourself in most contexts. 
it is selling yourself short. It is setting others up to not be disappointed. Because if anything goes wrong, if you do have a rainy day, if you do feel alone, you can say, well, I'm just a girl. You have that disclaimer. You have that out. So despite all the insight into how life really is, she still finishes the song selling herself short. I found that very interesting, but I also connected with it so much because I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself and I do this all the time. Now, individual meaning. We've talked about this a couple times already throughout the lyric breakdown, but this is so much more mature and relatable than just a 13-year-old talking about her life. Think about the themes in the previous three songs on this track. These, the previous three songs were all written when she was older. This song was written when she was quite young, but the overarching theme is so mature, so relatable. And that's what I mean when I said when I actually broke down the lyrics and looked at the song, it spoke to me in a way that I had never heard it before. I actually had a lot of fun breaking down this song. I felt like I was breaking down a essay or a school paper because I was looking for all of the patterns, the clues, the context, and the similarities and the differences. It was it was such it's such a short little song. As I said before, usually forgotten, usually not paid too much attention to. When's the last time you actually listened to the song? But it has a lot to say for a short little song. And I am I'm I'm always impressed with Taylor, but if possible, I became even more impressed when I truly looked at a place in this world. Now it's time for this week's version of Taylor. On December 27th, Taylor posted on Instagram Reels. It was her with the I'm Feeling 2022 filter, which included a headband saying that phrase with confetti and the song 22 playing in the background. Taylor was lip syncing and she was filming herself and then she panned to her cat, Benjamin. The caption read, Benjamin is 22 in cat years, hashtag I'm feeling 2022. The video also was posted on TikTok and different socials, and then everyone else had the opportunity to use the same filter, song, and hashtag for all the New Year's 2022 celebration social media content. I also participated in the trend. It was so much fun, and I love that this song is so applicable several years after it was written, but alongside the re-record Taylor's version release. Then on December 29th, the Empire State Building Twitter account tweeted, feeling 2022 dot dot dot, and then tagged Taylor Swift. In the background, they had the song Exile from her album Folklore, starting with the section that says, I think I've seen this film before. And they were panning out as if you were standing on the top of the Empire State Building and then going out towards the city. The top of the Empire State Building was lit purple. And so there was a lot of speculation on the internet whether or not Taylor was going to surprise release Speak Now, Taylor's version. I will admit, I went down the rabbit hole myself There was so many convincing Easter eggs and tidbits 
as we all know, did not happen. However, I got swept up in it, not going to lie. Then Taylor was crowned the most awarded female artist of 2021. She finished the year with 64 trophy awards. So amazing. She was the most streamed female artist on New Year's Day on Spotify, coming in at 25.3 million streams. Wow. I only contributed to about 500 of those. Finally, she surpassed 195 million followers on Instagram this week. That brings her to the 14th most followed account on the platform itself. I think we could get her to number one. What do you say? That concludes this week's version of Taylor. Next week, we will be breaking down Cold As You. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all our platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there. Be there.